Evidently, Bill and Randy want me to tell you people that you shouldn't listen to the show at work or in front of kids because they're swearing. Swearing in the show. There's a few fucks, a few shits, and some words I can't even pronounce. And I'm almost sure that they are drunk, but they're still not part of the 2%. What are they going to play now? Loud music? Jesus, I don't need this crap. Everybody, uh, well, we we've decided to do this again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I uh, this is uh, a, a special treat for me. We said we had so much fun the other time. We said let's do it again. And ladies and gentlemen, from the super secret professional left studio complex somewhere in Illinois, please welcome a couple that will go down in history with other great couples: Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> Sonny and Cher, Abbott and Costello, Nixon and Agnew. Their, mus- their musings on regular podcasts have made them one of the top liberal podcasts in America. It's like Pod Save America if it was produced in a cornfield under a blanket. I I give you the dual gadflies of the Midwest and David Brooks's worst nightmare. Here's Drift Glass in Blue Cow. Hey. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Guys, how, how's there in the home country? I understand Tucker Carlson's going to have to find another job. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get you that? You forgot, uh, among great partnerships, you forgot Leopold and Loeb, but we'll let that, that pass. Thacko <laughs> and Vanzetti, whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to start singing I Got You, Babe. Right I got I, that. I, but, I think you know. That. I think that you are kind of that, uh, you know. Yeah, sure. Nice monument. I need a Bob Mackie costume with lots of spangles. Yeah, you do. And then, and then, and a big wig, and then I we can we, do we, Sunny and Cher. We discussed that, honey, and we said we wouldn't talk about that in public anymore. <laughs> I got the Bob Mackie on. Chase me, chase me, <laughs> chase me. We're not dating now. That's it. No. That's it. Well, listen, we've now, we, you, know, now you know. Now you know. Now you know everything. You oh, I know. I know. It's it's that that's wonderful. This the, the the source of a good marriage is a fine Bob Mackie costume, and uh, that's true. And, and the when kids leaving. Glass looks great in it. You know, it's, it's perfect. I look fantastic. I'm ready for fantastic. the center square. You know, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't like so that. So we, but we, the latest we're hearing here, uh, yeah. uh, Bill, is that Rupert Murdoch personally. Fired Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Jetson, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Is he allowed fired. in Australia anymore? Is he huh? allowed to, to 
cross the border into Australia every Oh, no, he or? comes down every now and then. The, the strange thing is, Blue Gal, is that uh, his mom uh, is a legend here for being like one of the most decent, lovely, generous people hmm. in, in, in the world and then produced, you know, Satan. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, but we're 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 getting a lot of. Uh, we, we love the fact that he got engaged for about oh, what is it, twenty minutes? Yeah, twenty uh, minutes. Yeah, and then, and then called it off, you know, with true style, uh, with an email. <laughs> That's <laughs> God. He's so well, apparently she said that something to the effect of. Tucker Carlson was sent by God, I believe, was what she told him. Sent by God. Yeah, and and she was a true believer, and he just knew he couldn't live with that. That was not yeah. something he wanted under his she, she the roof of his yacht. She didn't specify which God, so you know, that's a <laughs> that's a very very tender subject among yeah. fans of Neil Gaiman. You know, it's it's no <laughs> the dark God. What do you think Tucker's going to do now? I mean, is he going to go the way of uh, look? You've had you've had uh, what was it O'Reilly gone? Uh, yep. Glenn Beck's gun, you know, right. they kind of readily plug in crazies over there, don't they? So it's yeah. kind yeah. of like a, you know, who's the crazy? Who's the next crazy? That's what we got to figure out. Is like, uh, who- I think I my money's on Jesse Waters, Jesse um, Waters, because he's young and mean, right. young and mean, and that yeah, that and that's what you need for that job. And that's- I I had some pushback on that with from. Some colleagues uh, who think that he's not A-list enough, but I think whoever goes in the 8 p.m. slot on yeah. Fox becomes, you know, you can be a clown and and then you're put oh, in obviously. prime time yeah. and, and it doesn't matter. That what I want to know is, you and I are both speaking from our, you know, living rooms or bedrooms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tucker Carlson and, and Sean Hannity both record their shows a lot of the time from home, the majority of the time. Do they really? In their house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They get away so, with that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're basically podcasters who are cosplaying as a <laughs> with, cable news host. Right. Well, they're co- podcasters and, with a billion uh, uh, dollars behind well, no. them. They right, only, so I, I want to know if they only, oh, they only come in to abuse their staff. Right, and, that's right. Know, and tell racist jokes and play grab ass yeah. with their staff. But that's yeah. what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. Bernie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. What, <laughs> what I want to know is, does Rupert have to send someone to pick up the green screen and the cameras and the audio <laughs> equipment at their homes? Because Tucker has two houses, one in Florida, one in Maine. In Hannity Maine? has a house out on Long Island. And, you know, they're just allowed to Hannity pre Hannity, right? Pre-records his Friday show on Thursdays because yeah. yeah. he wants a three-day weekend. Routinely pre-records his news program a day ahead. I was sitting there talking to my partner who was, who was out for a while. He had a heart surgery, so uh, we, oh. we suspended. And I was talking to him. I said, man, we're, we're in the wrong, uh, wrong business. We, we could just yeah. get a, get right wing, it, you know. If I just became a right wing loon, spouting just, just, just re- nut stuff, I'd be sitting amongst. I, you know, you'd, you'd have money. We'd have money. Yeah. We we'd all yeah. have money. We would. Yeah. We would. You know, but I was I was present. I, I have 
I we live in Springfield and there are MAGA people here and yeah. I know them. And I was, you know, chatting with one of the pillars of our community, who's also a huge Fox News fan, during yeah. the time when Megan Kelly was on the decline. Right, right. Megan Kelly was the hot blonde lady who was everybody's fantasy girlfriend, and she was the big draw at Fox News. She yeah. was the hottie who just gave it to the liberals. And and once she started to fall, my MAGA acquaintances were like, you know, I never really liked her. You know, she's... <laughs> She's 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 worse than that lesbian over on MSNBC, Rachel Maddox. Lesbian. <laughs> and suddenly they're big they're big Tucker Carlson fans. Because oh, yeah. just throw a switch and they'll become the fan of the next person who who wears that costume and sits in that chair and well, them Tuck, racing. Tucker Tucker looks great in Bob Mackey. So you know. <laughs> yeah, That's right. He, he That's could, right. He could look great in Bob Mackey. Hey, listen, I, I was sitting there uh, uh looking at it and saying, what are we gonna talk about today? Because the last time since we've talked, <laughs> a whole passel of shit is gone. Oh, this is yeah. crazy. We got RFK Jr. running oh, for the Democratic nomination. <laughs> So-called. What's hanging out with Roger Stone? Yeah, because Roger's funny as a Democrat. Roger's yeah. fun. Roger's fun. I I saw him on uh, Fox or something. I I saw the thing that he uh, announced on Tucker before Tucker was removed, and uh, I was just sitting there going, "Man, that's just sad. This yep. sad yep. guy. He's there's, there's something wrong with him, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he knows where the. Uh, Easy marks are because now he's doing a crystal cathedral tour Bye. going around to the churches, those evangelical churches saying that he's a reformed man through the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's willing to scrape down to that bottom of the barrel for money and speaker's fees. Jesus. And he's, he, and the thing is I'm, I'm Saul to Paul. He says. As if. That's amazing. So, I, you know, I, it, it's yeah. a, well, listen, I was like, I did, did want to mention something to you. Do you, uh, are you familiar with a thing called Crikey? No. Crikey.com. Okay. Well, oh. Crikey.com is this little website here in Australia. It's a little website uh, by people who, you know, all the people that used to do journalism in Australia uh, before Rupert bought everything in Australia, mm-hmm. they've divided over mm-hmm. Crikey. And uh, Lachlan Murdoch sued Crikey for defamation last August over a column titled, Trump is a confirmed unhinged traitor and Murdoch is his <laughs> unindicted co-conspirator. Oh, my goodness. And aside from that being true... Uh, <laughs> Could it possibly be satire? Could it possibly be satire? <laughs> but no, it wasn't satire. And they sued. Uh, they sued. Um, they sued Crikey. They were going to destroy this little publication because Lachlan was very offended by that. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? They've settled with Crikey now. So Crikey, this mm-hmm. little engine that could, has uh, has survived. So there are there. Oh my are goodness! Very good things. So he's uh, he's kind of. Did they have? Do they have any money to give the Lachlan Murdochs of the world, or did they have? No, to they have no money. Guys or no, what? No, it's just a little. No pod- money. Okay. But you know, Crikey countersued because Crikey oh. is my kind of place. You know, this is just like. <laughs> It's just like, there's only so much shit I can take, and I can't stand no more. Do you have any resources? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so cranky countersuit and one or, yeah, they, or got no no they, they, they're Lachlan dropped Murdoch? their suit now because uh, oh the, they, they were going to wipe him out and locky lachlan murdoch because wow that's terrible and my my father isn't like that and uh and then, uh, yeah, so that that's good news. I wanted to pass. So, that are they just here. settling all family business? Is that what the Murdochs are doing ah, at this point? All the family business must be settled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that when Tucker left, he turned and he went, "Hey, Mikey, can't you see? Well, you know, for old times' sake, <laughs> <laughs> can you do anything?" And Murdoch just went, "Can you nah, help me out?" Nah. No. And what the hell? Do it. What the hell's going on with? What the hell's going on with Bud Light over there? What the goddamn hell is going on? It's like I saw the picture of some beanhead shooting Bud Light. Yep. I think I think that was Kid Rock shooting Bud Light. Oh my god. What happened is there were a couple of marketing people at Bud Anheuser Busch, which yeah. owns 60% of the beer market in the United States. And uh, they wanted to attract young people to drink Bud Light. Because Bud Light tastes terrible. Bud Light is piss. It is. It's piss, yes. So you have to you know, spice it up to get anyone in their right mind to drink this stuff. <laughs> right. And so they were looking at uh, specific TikTok and Instagram influencers, young people, yeah. that they could get to do a Bud Light cross promotion. Yeah. And one of the people they gave some Bud Light to and made a custom, it wasn't sold in stores. It wasn't a, a product that Bud Light produced, but they made some wraps for four or five cans of Bud Light with a transgender woman on the can. And yeah. this transgender woman influencer who has you know five million followers wherever uh drank a bud light on her tiktok and uh you know made a big deal about it it's it's lovely that she got you know money for that and so forth and promoted it and just like you would with i mean this is what i've been saying to drift class for eons is this transgender thing is about selling makeup Oh, yeah. It's not just about civil rights. It is yeah. about civil rights and it is about equal rights and self-expression. But from the standpoint of corporate America, right. you know, American Airlines has had a gay travel division since the 60s. Yeah. Because gay people have disposable Money. income. They don't have kids. <laughs> they don't, yeah, have, they don't kids. have kids to put through college. They like right. to travel. They like to travel with people that are like them. They love the beach, and uh, they love health and fitness, and makeup, and skincare, yeah. and all the things yeah. that uh, make a very high profit margin for corporate America. So, you know, you know it's a real fun thing, uh, Fran, is that if you happen to have some. Because when I was acting, I had a lot of gay friends. I still do, but you know, mm-hmm. older gay friends. Take your kids over to their house and tell them to run wild. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's well, an antique. No, no, it's not anymore. Yeah, you know, you can't touch that. No. Nope. <laughs> it's distressed. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> you watch it. If Don't you're getting that. 
If you have a preschooler, you have if you're getting on a plane, find the happy gay couple that are there and, and just slow down as you pass right. their seat as if you could possibly <laughs> sit there. <laughs> I was I was bitter Some with Some of children. them would love it. I have the the best um actually two of my daughter's uh godfathers oh. in the church are gay men. Oh fantastic. Um, because well. they make terrific uh, you know, you want you want to have those people Uncles. put your daughters in their wills. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's what you want. They're not and they were terrific. <laughs> funny. They were funny. They yeah. loved bouncing the kids on their knees. They loved being at the baptism. They loved it. They loved the whole thing. And, and so I, you know, you might actually be able to put a toddler in a gay person's lap and find that they're just terrific uncles, you know, no, they're not kids. They're, they're, they're two so. types. One, one was kind of like, Oh, that's great. And the other was kind of like, yeah. um, well, that's really nice. Um, no, maybe we you know, could, I can't have your kids over because yeah. my floor lamp matches my wall sconces. That's Sorry. Right. <laughs> Don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> the, the most, um, the safest and most fun event in Springfield yep. that took our kids to repeatedly was Pride. Yep. It was a blast. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Constantly. And people in wild makeup. Get face and, painting and funny hats. And, and you could and turn the, them and the, Yeah, go ahead. Perfectly safe in the crowd. You know, they could go where they wanted to go. There were always adults who were looking after them. And, and, it was like and the they, they loved the drag thing. queen show. They loved yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I. It was a performance, you know. I, that's what I, I wore. Uh, I wore a dress on national television here in Australia, long time ago. <laughs> Milton and, Burl did too. Oh hell yeah! In the states, you know. Oh no, no, you get a oh, geez, man. Like World War Two, you know. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Well, listen, I guess uh, get out of the dress thing. I got to ask you about some real topics <laughs> now. Um, listen, um. Abortion pills. Uh, right. The latest guy. Now, this is a guy, the Judge Matthew Kosarmik, a former federal prosecutor and lawyer for the conservative First Liberty Institute. What? Why do they? All those organizations sound like they shit red, white, and blue. Uh, yay! From Yay USA, <laughs> confirmed in 2019 over fierce opposition from Democrats, he was among over 230 judges installed the federal bench under Trump. Right. There were total, this, this stunned me. This absolutely stunned me. It kind of like gave me, it's like get me even more depressed. There are a total of 18, 816 active federal judges comprising the Supreme court, 13 apparel courts, 91 dis, uh, district courts in just one term. Trump was able to appoint 28% of those judges due to past and continuing vacancies most importantly, he appointed 33% of America's nine Supreme Court justices and 30% of appellate justices. And because Mitch like, McConnell stole those seats for him. Yeah. And but but they're yeah. in for life. And what's yeah. happening evidently is that you're just going to friendly judges, suing, getting it in front of the yep. rigged Supreme Court. How yep. how is this going to stop? How can we uh, deal with this? Because once the Supreme Court gets, you know, I mean, uh, you can run any weird nutcase idea, mm -hmm. 
against that court. And mm-hmm. then you got Clarence Thomas over there that evidently he, he's not corrupt at all. Uh, yeah. I I just sat there and I go, what the hell is going to happen? What? How can you even well, if let Driftglass answer that one first? And well, then I'll well, say what I mean, my piece. I, I have a <laughs> four part plan dealing with this. Um, so take notes. There we um, go. I knew you'd have an answer. <laughs> yeah. Step one, uh, get a lot of money. Step two, develop a time machine of some kind. <laughs> Step three, go back about 40 years and start talking to independent and centrist voters about the fact that you're about to lose everything. If you quit, if you don't quit screwing around mm. and pretending that the both parties are the same, it doesn't really matter. You know, free enterprise and markets, mm. they're not so bad. And you, you have a long and, and intense talk with Ralph Nader. Mm. You have a long and intense talk with all the people who split off Democratic votes and weaken Democratic votes. And then you have a long talk with the editorial board of the New York Times and say, you, you realize that you're pumping poison into the veins of America every time you publish a column that says the two parties are exactly the same. So a lot of smart people out there who are dumb enough to believe that it really doesn't matter who the president is. It's, you know, it's going to go along just fine. Yeah. Because 40 now, your daughters and your wives are going to lose their basic civil rights, and you're going to sit there going, how the hell did that happen? And people <laughs> like me are going to go, because you made it happen, dumbass. You did this. You're to blame for this. But now, now we're living in the part of the timeline that we warned you was going to happen. So yeah. what do we do about it? We wait for them to die. I mean, they're in for life. You 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 organize, you vote, you mm. you control local government. You do what you can. I mean, Illinois is a pretty much a a blue oasis in the middle of a red ocean. Um, you know, abortion is legal here. Weed is legal here. Constitutionally legal. Yeah. Wait a minute. Weed is legal there. Yeah. Weed is legal here. Why are you guys <laughs> able to uh, actually talk? Why that's. <laughs> <laughs> If I was living in America, I'd be stoned every day. Your class is an asthmatic, and we don't you, Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> so after the show is when I go out and, you know. <laughs> Are you a, no, Yes. You're an asthmatic. Uh, yes. Oh, good. All right. That's, that's yeah, from, I, I, from, I had that. From a little boy from, from when I was small, which, you know, spent a few years smoking, which was kind of, kind of a stupid idea. So I stopped no. that about 35 years ago. Yeah, good. But, the whole, the whole, the whole thing is, it, you've been telling, we've been telling people that this is coming, mm-hmm. and it's like the climate crisis. Well, what do we do about it? Well, you know, go back fifty years and listen to the people who are warning you about this. Mm-hmm. But now it's here. So what you do when the emergency is upon you is different than what you do when the emergency is preventable. It's no longer preventable. Right. These people are on the course until they go out toes first. And right now, Donald Trump is the leading candidate to be the nominee of the Republican Party in the United States. And there are at least 70 million mopes out there who will vote for him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that means some more judges. And that means firing most of the federal workforce, because that's what he's, right. he's, he's, he's going to do. You know, no more civil servants. We're going to hire political hacks and brown shirts to run everything. Yeah, And then, then it's game over. So you tell people... All of the people that you listened to for the last 30 years who told you there's no danger, don't listen to those people anymore. Yeah. Um, you got it wrong. And yeah. start paying attention to – and the second thing is, you know, we just talked about taking our kids to pride mm. and so forth. 
that generation is not going to put up with any of this. Right. They've no, no, no. They're just not having it. The, the, you know, the youth vote, which is perennially low, was pretty high during the last election. It did. And, and it's going to be high in the next election because abortion is still going to be illegal. And all the people that said, well, we're not going to shoot for a national ban, that's crazy, are now shooting for a national ban. And then they're kind of coming for, they're not just coming for trans rights, they're going to come for gay marriage. They're going to come oh, for yeah. all the, everything. And so it's time to get those people into the streets. And into the well, and let's talk about uh, the Supreme Court in Wisconsin for a minute. Yeah, Supreme Court in Wisconsin came down to one judge. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, and and she lost. The bad one lost. The good one because college students lined up for hours. Yep. Yeah. To vote, vote one of ours in, and now we have a majority liberal Supreme Court in Wisconsin, and. Mm-hmm. It's generational. It's absolutely generational that ki- these kids who grew up loving their uh, mixed race classmates, right. caring about gay rights, going through gun drills at school, um, they're just not going to tolerate injustice. They're they're absolutely set on voting this out. Yeah. And Lizzo, the the rock star, music star, is registering voters at her concerts. Um, Taylor Swift is registering voters at her concerts. Mm. Uh, So these are things that are happening within that generation that they realize how important it is to vote the mofos out. The other thing about that judge who determined that the abortion Mm. pill was, you know, he's going to play doctor and overrule 20 years of the Food and Drug Administration's ruling well he's a hack um, he didn't he's a hack and he lied in his confirmation hearing he took his name off of a yes law journal article that he wrote yeah and would not show the senate so he lied to them yeah but they all lied i mean uh kavanaugh yeah, lied. Right. you know they just kavanaugh lie lied, their asses they all lied. so this is why our senator dick durbin who's you know rather milquetoast about these things and lot yeah. re- relies very heavily on the traditions of the Senate, uh, you know, he's again, we need a new, we need new blood. I, I really I, do. I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry I, I to say came, that because we, we love Mrs. Durbin and she's a community organizer here in Springfield and we love her, but her husband is, is not fighting hard enough yeah. against this. I, I, um, and then the other thing, one last thing is that with this abortion pill thing is it's not just women who are against this nonsense from this hack he's uh taking on big pharma here in the united states Ah, for-profit pharmaceutical companies and they don't want their profitable medications subject to right-wing hackery on the bench so there were a lot of friend of the court you know briefings uh at the higher court from pharmaceutical companies and those interests ah. and they have a lot of lobbyists <laughs> so, yeah, they do. Uh, so you know, that doesn't make me feel great because you know we're a for-profit healthcare system in this country yeah uh, yes which I'm, is I'm, terrible i'm familiar with that by the way my yeah. friend randy went to uh, get a pacemaker put in and uh it cost him parking yeah. parking that's yeah, it yeah. yeah yeah that's outrageous he shouldn't <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, people are. You know why? I I I I I just think that we don't have the. They tried to do uh, right wing talk radio over here a long time. People are too friggin' happy. That's the problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. When you're when you're kind of content, you're not crawling up the walls trying to shoot your Bud Light cans. You know. I mean, it's it's right. Right. You're not you're not going to go crazy. But, you know, maybe this is something that presented the way you were talking is maybe uh, the people to blame are us, that the Democratic Party uh, has milk toast because the Democratic Party can't depend on its base to show up. It can't depend on voters. Well, and now it's going to be a different base because what's happening in Tennessee, what's happening uh, in Wisconsin is not the base that the Democratic Party is Usually. familiar and yeah. comfortable with. Right, right. Yeah. So ah. there, there's a revolution going on within the Democratic Party mm. that is going to be, uh, as it often is, a little bit messy. And yeah, well, messy that's... is good. Messy is good. <laughs> Well, hey, aren't the aren't the Republicans kind of committing suicide though if they go with Trump? Aren't they committing suicide because I mean, sixty five percent of uh, Americans want uh, uh, freedom of choice uh, over. 60- well, I think I think I think that you know I I vacillate on that between why aren't why isn't some wise person somewhere suggesting that Trump is disqualified to to run. Because he's an insurrectionist, and we have something in our constitution about well, insurrectionists go- can't hold office. What the hell's going on? This guy yeah, tried to take over I the think, country. I think the best the best thing for the Democratic Party is to have Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert as the face of the Republican Party. That's well, and and I I it doesn't matter what sixty five percent of Americans want. Americans yeah. don't vote. Voters vote. A subset yeah. of those people are the people who actually show up at the polls and vote. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't. When I hear one of the things that that does drive me crazy about our mm. media, it's just laziness. It is when they elide we and the American people and Americans and citizens and voters and base voters. Those are not at all the same groups. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of people out there who you know who are who are unhappy with the current system. There's a, there are polls that say you know that sixty percent of Americans or so are independent, which is BS. They're absolutely not. When you ask them, would you like a third choice? Yeah, sure. I want chocolate as well. Vanilla and strawberry, are great. Love some chocolate. That'd be wonderful. When you present them with actual choices, like, oh no, 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 that's not at all what I meant. I'll go with Biden. <laughs> Biden's safe. Yeah. Safe as milk. He's safe as houses. He's he's just fine. So, it. But it's a it's a lazy pundit. Um, language that they use to describe, and they're always slip sliding between what America wants. Well, there is no America, other than geographically, there is no America. There are a whole bunch of groups that reside on the same continent that don't get along at all and yeah. have often no common interest at all. And one of them is insane, and one of them is not. And one of the things that Tucker Carlson, one of the benefits of Tucker Carlson, one of the sort of perfect lab experiments. The Tucker Carlson presented was here is an absolute straight from the sewer white supremacist talking about white supremacy every damn night. And the mainstream media won't say that out loud. 
Mm-hmm. They yeah. will not call him that. They will not refer to him that. They won't report the truth because I think, A, they're frankly terrified that the mob will come for them. Mm. And B, there's this lovely tradition of we're above that. We, this doesn't affect us. This doesn't affect me and my my family living in Bethesda in a, yep. in a gated community, the Estella Quarter. This is this is the, this is the this is the masses, and and so you get this weird uh, polling data that says a whole bunch of people want a thing. Well, it doesn't really matter what they want. It matters what the voters within that subset will do, and then it matters what the rules of the Senate are. Yeah. And so. A lot of my beloved liberal brothers and sisters are freaking out that why can't you just force Diane Feinstein to quit? Just shove her out. And then you you talk to him for a minute and go, well, you know that that doesn't work, right? You know that you can't just make her quit. And if she resigns or if you want to swap committees around, that requires Republican cooperation. Yeah. And that requires and that that's something you're never gonna get. So what's your plan B? And the plan B is la, 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 I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear rules and things. I want to hear, you know, Fran and I made some uh, I some joke about poor Keith Olbermann last week. And I, I kept doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. I, I I heard your last show. And I was like, jeez. <laughs> but you know something? I got to dis- I got to disagree with that. I got I got to disagree with that one reason is because Keith is there to inflame people. He is there to yeah. Oh yeah, that's his job. Yep. That's his job. His his job is to get you angry. Get you angry yeah. enough mm-hmm. to get off the fucking couch and go to you know, go to work. Um yep. And I I listen to him all the time and I I he well, we do too. We do too. Yeah. He, he doesn't have to do this shit. I mean, he's got more nope. money than God, you know. I mean, so, so yep, yep. it's obviously heartfelt. But you're right, yeah. you know. You know, when you get down to the the nuts and bolts of having to do things, it's frustrating because you understand the intricacies of the way politics really works within. Right. Well, and all of a sudden, Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee, like Marsha Blackburn, are feminists because they think that. Uh, Diane Feinstein is being treated unfairly by Democrats who want to push her out. They'd never do that to a man. Well, <laughs> the fact is that we've never we haven't had this particular situation where no. we essentially have a non-responsive senator at right. home with shingles. Um, with no, well, <laughs> we right. don't think it's shingles, honey. We think there's you know there's been reports since 2016 that, that she's-, she's got. She's got Dementia. mental incapacity. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's um, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, who is an expert on the Senate and has worked for the Senate and has many, many connections among Senate staff, says 50% of the Senate is entirely staff-driven because of age. Right. And I've it's- been saying for years that we need, you know, if if we're going to have an imposition of, and I think we should, of ethics rules on the Supreme Court. We need a imposition of actual, you have to be able to do this amount of work in order to be a senator. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you got to you know? eat your lunch. You know, and, and you, 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 if you listen to Keith every day this morning, he said, you know, the thing to do is to wave around a piece of paper that says we have Diane Feinstein's resignation from yes. the senate here it yes. is and 
make her come and say, no, it's not. I didn't, I didn't resign. That's, that's and really. And the thing is, no one's heard from her in two and a half weeks. Jesus, man. That's, I mean, that's, and they can't appoint any more judges nope, until. They can't appoint any more judges until that seat is, has a Democrat on. Oh, I got a headache. <laughs> I got a headache. And Republicans, you know, are willing to, are willing to rally to the feminist cause. Republican feminist stops judges. It stops. Yeah, <laughs> Mitt Romney, feminist. Mitt and Romney. If it well, was that, a Republican who were sitting at home in bed, um, incompetent and enfeebled and unable to do their job and being propped up like Weekend at Bernie's, you know damn well. <laughs> Mitch McConnell would go Graham, pick him up and dump him off a cliff. Yeah, he'd be found floating in, yep. in, in Gloria Swanson's swimming pool face yeah. down. Yeah, right. That's what's going to happen because they're, they're playing for keeps. And and my Senator Dick Durbin is playing by the old man genteel rules that were adorable in 1920. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. At the Durbin house. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, now that we're talking about age, hey, you know who's old? Uh, Joe Biden. Kind of old. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that the other day when I was watching him. I I like Joe now. I I, I really did. I, I got to come clean. Is that when I was uh, was running? I just said, ah, oh, no, okay, Joe. And then he surprised me. He surprised mm-hmm. me totally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was I was so He's very impressed. similar to our governor too. Our governor Pritzker. We yeah. didn't think that another billionaire was going to be a good governor. He's been incredibly progressive. I know, and, and, and you know, this is what what. Biden has been when he has a, a Congress behind him, and well, he's very effective. It's his his uh, State of the Union address where he got Republicans to stand yeah. up for seniors. Yeah. yeah, I mean th- that that's sharpness. That's not just no. Uh, he's you know he's old an accident that doesn't happen by accident. Right, right. But here's right. the thing: if he's going to be 82 when he takes office. So we're right. looking at, you know, that he's going to be retiring yeah. at 86. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's a lot. That, a lot. that is, that Gandalf kind of thing happening. Yeah. And, and, and what if. But some- I will tell you, I have to say, my dad just came and visited us mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh. He flew into Chicago. We took the train down to Springfield. Yeah. Sat at my dining room table with drift glass and did the New York Times crossword puzzle in ink. Right. And uh, the Sunday puzzle inning, and uh, he's 84. So I think an 84 year old is not, it depends on what kind of 84 you are. Depends on what kind of 84. My dad's making art every day, he's he's in his studio every day. So I'd start thinking about, though, you know, just in case, uh, Camilla Harris. I, I don't know. He's had a very good month, though. Has she's she? had a very good month. Yeah. I haven't seen hiding her she hair has. of her. I thought she was. Okay. Uh, she's had a very good month. Um, she went to Africa and uh, looked at uh, slave, uh, you know, ports where slaves were exported to the United States. Yeah. Very emotional time. Uh, and that was a, that was very much a trip that was covered in black media. Yeah. Um, She's uh, spoken on uh, daytime TV shows about this abortion pill thing. And her message is trust women. Her message is not about abortion. It's not about pills. It's not about surgeons. It's not about clinics. 
It's about women. Trust women. And she's very effective at that. But do you think uh, that she would be able to beat a Republican? I think she will probably enter the White House as vice president. That's what I think. Not that I think Biden will die, but I, he might step down. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, would I, be, uh, I can see him being that kind of cunning and giving her the advantage of incumbency in 2028. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's looking way, way ahead, but uh, I can well, see him doing that. And I don't think you ought to sleep on A, Kamala Harris, and B, where the electorate will be in 2028 in terms of racial makeup, yeah. in terms of who is voting. Mm. And the majority of elementary school children in the United States in public schools are non-white. Really? They are, yes, that's oh they are mixed God. race. They are the majority of public school students, elementary school students yeah. in public schools are non-white. Yeah, and, mm. and I have a number of questions. Go. Number one, what, when I think this through, number one is, okay, Joe Biden's an old guy. He's, an yeah. old guy. he's lost his staff. He's an old guy. He's still sharp and I, he's still doing a fine job, but he's an yeah. old guy. Yeah. Who would I replace him with who would win? And I can't think of anybody who, who was up to the task of beating Trump in, in, in an election. That's my first thought. Yeah. The second thought is when it comes to Kamala Harris, what was the last, who was the last vice president that you remember that just set the world on fire? As the, <laughs> yes. Oh, who's the big, who's the big vice president? Agnew. Agnew, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Agnew. Agnew. Ready. Um, <laughs> number three. Um, you know, at the at 1944, Roosevelt was dying. Yeah, he was in his chair. He was un, pretty much unable to walk, mm. and he won overwhelming victory. And I'm glad he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, because frankly, there's there's there wasn't anyone else. yeah who could really yeah. pull that off, and it killed literally that job killed him. But yeah. he he did he he got this country through a really the worst time in history he I defeated think. the nazis and that's what we need in the white house today well, defeating someone nazis someone can defeat the nazis yes and, and my my th- third or fourth question is regarding kamala harris again before he became vice president harry truman was what the the senator from prendergast mm-hmm. yeah he was, yeah. A, he, was a, he was a party hack mm-hmm. he was a nobody he played poker. He, he was in World War One. You know, he didn't know that. But clearly he got his job because he was Prendergast boy. And they put him in there as a placeholder. And then suddenly he's president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I think he did a pretty creditable job as president. He made some big mistakes, but I think he did a creditable job. And he won re-election because yeah. he did a pretty good job. Yeah. And I think people underestimated that. I'm not comparing them directly, but I can't. It, it's hard for me to think of the last vice president who set the world on fire. Mm. Uh, as vice president right? as vice president yeah look at look at lbj as well i mean if we set aside if we set aside vietnam which is in the rearview mirror and as as it moves further and further back in the rearview mirror more and more we appreciate uh the great society and how john johnson's vision for how we treat poor people and black people it's was such a remarkable it was such an incredible duality in johnson you know i mean yeah, you had the, yeah it was the vietnam yeah. war and uh yeah 
the it was it was just the bad side and the good side and there's, there's so yeah. many things yeah. and the 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 um, bravery that it took to put that civil rights bill in and to to yeah. actually yeah. do it yeah. which has been since dismantled no one was going to fall no and the only one who could have done it was Johnson right yeah yeah being a southerner being a texan and looking straight at the at his and being you know talk about lion of the congress he yeah. knew everybody he had gotten drunk with everybody in that room yeah who mattered and he looked at them and said, we shall overcome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the guy who yeah. mentored him in the, in the Senate. And he betrayed yeah. it outright. And because yeah. we got to do this. And he knew, it would, he knew what it would cost. And there was no way anyone would have predicted. Johnson would have been this guy. If you look at him yeah. five years earlier. Yeah, yeah. right. Big, dumb, loud, racist Texan. Mm-hmm. Who was, was not a Harvard. He wasn't a Kennedy guy. No. And, right. Again, I'm not saying that. Everybody can do that. Even in Chicago, we had Harold Washington as mayor, which is great. Did a great job. I'm uh, proud to have him as the mayor once upon a time. But before that, he was a he was a machine hack. Yeah. You know, he <laughs> really worked inside. Yeah, yeah. He, was ab- he was a guy. He did what he was told. He went down state. He went to Congress. He did everything you were supposed to do because yeah. that's how you succeeded in politics in Chicago. And then he got to the fifth floor of City Hall. And then he said, all right, now we're going to do stuff my way. Mm-hmm. Ah. So there's, there's no way to know. I really would like, um, I'd like, I would like a much more hard-ass Barack Obama at age 57 to be available to me to vote for in the next presidential election. Mm-hmm. That'd be yes. great. A Barack Obama learn his lesson and knows you come out with a sword in each hand and take these SOBs out hard from day one you call them what they are and you never you never give an inch that person does not exist in my party right now yeah so yeah. because that's the case i take hobson's choice and in this case it looks like of all the bad alternatives or imperfect alternatives that spares the party bloodshed um mm. joe biden is probably the best you know compromise oh. choice I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get rid of him because I, quite frankly, think he's done an extraordinary job. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I would give him four stars. Really, seriously, I, I, I've been amazed at the stuff he's managed to get past. I, I've found his uh, leadership to be really controlled. If you just look at what he's managed to do internationally with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, keep expanding NATO, know. and uh, and we. Can you imagine Trump in a situation where you had China and Taiwan at each other, and then you had this this happening? I mean, it's a it's a nightmare. And, and there's something there's something that has has sort of fallen under the radar in the past couple of weeks. Hmm. Um, when when we had a Democratic Congress barely for the first two years of Biden's administration, it was going to be two bills: the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which passed, and brought money for roads and bridges and solar mm-hmm. panels and mm-hmm. so forth. And Republicans were, some Republicans were willing to work for that, vote mm-hmm. for that for their districts to get the money. Yeah, get the money. Um, and then there was the Build Back Better bill, which is a mm-hmm. care economy bill to fund uh, at-home nursing care for seniors, um, money for veterans' health care, uh, money for daycare centers, mm-hmm. all of these things that basically help women of color. And uh, that 
fail. And it was always supposed to be two bills. They were dependent on each other. We were going to pass them together. Mm. Biden wasn't going to sign one unless he signed the other, blah, blah, blah. And then it fell apart. And it fell apart because of white male senators like Joe Manchin got there. Once they got their infrastructure money, they just They're out of here. They're out of here. And the thing that fell under the radar in the past couple of weeks is to a to the largest extent possible, Joe Biden has signed executive orders instructing the Department of Health and Human Services to rewrite their budgets mm. with money they have right. to uh, put in this Build Back Better agenda as much as possible. Mm. Yeah. And so there, he's going to make a lot of this happen anyway, and it's going to make a tremendous difference to yeah. uh, single moms, to moms that just need childcare. And he's done a marketing, you know, it gets overshadowed when Tucker Carlson gets fired. But there was a marketing effort from the White House showing women who work for the Biden administration saying, I couldn't have gotten my law degree if I didn't have child care. That's right. You know, I couldn't I couldn't have done I couldn't no. have had a career. And for women under 50. Yeah. Jobs are, you know, having a job means you have a roof over your head. It really is necessary. It's, that's true. Um, yeah. And the thing, and, the thing that I don't know if you we're going to have time to talk about this, but you know, I have three kids and they're uh, 24 and a half, uh, 19, and uh, middle child uh, will be 22 this 21. summer. I know we've been 20, keeping track. 21. Your 21 this summer. Your listeners have been keeping track of your, of your <laughs> yeah, kids. she's gonna be 21. I worry. And, yeah. and it's hard to talk about, but I worry that they're going to be shot to death before they're 30. Oh, man, you said it last time. I said, you know, I have yeah. yeah. I, I worry in, about that. I have a niece in Michigan. I openly said, yeah. consider moving to Canada. That's how yeah. terrifying yeah. to me it yep. is. Yep. yep. I hear this shit every and, day. And then I worry that they're there. I worry that they're have a higher likelihood of being shot to death than they do of owning their own home before they're 35. They do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's, you know, you would think there would be political consequences to that. You would mm-hmm. think, and actually there is, this is that, that generation, that yeah. generation is being told duck and cover because of the guns outside your classroom. It's mad. And, it's and, mad. and never mind owning a home. And then they're chided for not having family values. It's it's uh, the, even the right wing here. Like we have our share of right wingers, even the right wing here. Look at that and go. That's nuts. It's just nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's off the board yeah. nuts because the right is the one that mm-hmm. John Howard, our conservative prime minister, is the one said no more pointy sticks. You obviously was after Port Arthur and he just said, that's it. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's much easier to do that in a, in a place with five states. And, uh, you know, sometimes you look at America and you go, it's a miracle that the America stayed together this long, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. because it's like, it's like three different, four different countries. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. there is no one America kind of thing. Well, it's been so nice to talk to you. And I, I, I'm, I know that you got another thing coming up and I don't want to take your time. But I, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there looking. I'm sitting there looking behind you in that wonderful drawing that you have there. It's like so, someday. My my dad did that. Your dad did that. That's my dad's artwork. 
That's yeah. my dad's artwork. That is a self-portrait spinning on a bar stool. That's fantastic. Oh, golly. I, 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 if, if I make my way down there, uh, I will uh, give you a call. And I understand that you have absolutely reg- you have regular visits. You had breakfast with two of your guys, uh, right? Breakfast day. and dinner last week. Yeah, with, with is that listening. wonderful? Yeah, we love it when you come to Springfield. Absolutely, but you, you have yeah. this entire audience that uh, knows about your family and uh, and cares for you, and uh, that oh, reaches all you. that e- reaches all around the world. So I, oh. I re- yeah, yeah, I've been I've been listening to you for years and years and years. It's kind of like listening to friends. I just wish I could sometimes yeah. go, and then <laughs> <laughs> I want to want to pour you a beer or something something a little stronger. Uh, well, my dream trip is a is a if if Drift Glass wasn't six foot eight, my dream trip would be a cruise to Australia. Oh, and yeah. we'd have to stop in. Yeah. Oh no, trans Pacific cruise. I'm building a. I I I am I'm retired now. And I have just enough money in my piggy bank to build a little extension of my two bedroom house, and it's going to uh-huh. be a, it's going to be a guest room. Uh, I want my kids to come up and see me, and if you build mm-hmm. it, they will. If you build it, they will come. And yes, so they will. you know, and uh, toddle down to the beach. Well, listen, guys, I, I really appreciate making time for me. W- what's the next uh, appointment you got? Are you, you doing anything else on other podcast? In the near future? No, no, we are not on another podcast tonight. Actually, on Monday nights, we have a online trivia game that we play. And Aye. then uh, we, yeah, and we're a team. We are. I, I know, you'd be. It's a thing. You a would thing. be lethal. Lethal. Uh, <laughs> lethal. We are permanently in fourth place because yes. the other teams are so good. Really? But, but I, uh, I think that, I think Drift Glass, you and I would have probably have the exact same background of trivia in our yeah, skill set <laughs> yeah yep 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 and 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 the exact same uh uh blank spots yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah Ge- yeah. geography ah god i don't, I don't, I don't get it yeah. i don't get yeah. i don't i don't believe in math anyway listen <laughs> love you guys thank love you, you so too. time we'll see you again take care thank love you so me. much bye bye adios au revoir I'll be the same till then And though it's always sweet sorrow to part You know you'll always remain in my heart Good night, sleep tight And pleasant dreams to you Here's a wish and a prayer Let every dream comes true Good night.